coming up. I apologize so much to the masses out there, but unfortunately, once again, we're talking about Halloween Horror Nights. Blame Universal. Don't blame us. We just have to cover what's recent. So, from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 217 of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. The Disunplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is also brought to you by DizBoards.com. If you're looking for even more information to help you plan your Universal Orlando vacation, head over to DizBoards.com and join the discussion today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams. Today, I am joined alongside by my co-host, Ryan the Rhino Clavin. Hello. Yeah. I forgot to do it last week, but I'm picking it back up. Actually, that's because I had to edit out a really, uh, really weird section that we had in the beginning of last week's episode. So you missed all that back and forth banter. Now, well, today we're not going to banter. That's not us. Uh, we're going to do other stuff. We're going to do more important stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. But we are going to talk Halloween Horror Nights again. So uh, you have that to look forward to. And I think I don't have to really go too much into depth on that. It's been a couple of days. The, the news was released on Monday that there was a brand new house announcement. And we're going to jump into that uh, as well as some other further thoughts on it. But first, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone who watched our Today Cafe review that we had. So. So uh, it was it was generally well recepted on on YouTube at least didn't get any other commentary anywhere else from anyone but uh, everyone who watched it on YouTube seemed to enjoy it and uh, I know Rhino and I personally enjoyed going out there and and doing that one for you so mm-hmm. I know one person in the comments asked I think it was is their question of the week but I'm going to answer it just up front they asked is the Today Cafe based on the Today Show. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it it was in fact based on the Today Show. I guess we didn't say it during our review, which I, I don't. I think we just assumed that we didn't have to. Uh, I, by Al Roker playing in the background with Michael Bublé. Yeah. We. I mean, we talked about it in the episode where they mentioned where yeah. they we like broke it down. But you're right. We didn't really say like this cafe the today cafe is the today show cafe and on top of that too we also didn't really discuss what our thoughts were in terms of the atmosphere and styling in there and i think that was just there was some i guess we can kind of go over that right now not to to hash on it too long but it was a strange experience going with the the annual pass preview first off uh, we got lucky. They they said it wasn't going to start until 5 o'clock, and they actually opened up the doors for it like 20 till 5, mm-hmm. which was good because I got in line at around 4.15, and the sun was burning oh, yeah. that day. And so luckily, we, we only had to wait about 30 minutes to get in to the door and get inside and experience it. But, you know, we came at the rush. By the time we left, I think there was there was no line outside anymore, and maybe there was only like – three or four people waiting at where the the cabinets were 
for all the desserts and pastries and breads. So it was a much different experience if you would have just waited about an hour into the preview as versus of needing to be there first. I had a prior engagement that had to get us out, so we had to go the hard way. Well, also, it was limited availability. So what if yeah. they had only made a certain amount of food or the, you know, whatever, and they exactly. had cut it off? You know, we didn't what, want to take that risk either. What if every single person who was a pass holder showed up and tried to get in and caused it to, to be just a, a complete and total cluster? There was too many what ifs on it. So we had to do it that way. And, you know, since we were in the first, I would say we were in the first 10 to 12 people in the restaurant, uh, not too much more than that. We got up there, ordered our food, and normally where we would – because the style of the restaurant, we really didn't go into that either. You order at the cash register. They give you your little number, and then after that, you take it and you sit down at your table of choice, and they'll bring it out for you. Mm-hmm. So the style that they're doing with everything everywhere now, which is a nice appreciated style. I don't want to have to sit up there and stand at the counter and wait to pull my food. It's nice that they bring it to me. It's the next level of service. It's worth that extra dollar or two more you're paying for the theme park food because we were so early in there i think it didn't take them that long to get our food out to us they weren't that backed up yet so we sat down in the couple moments where we would typically talk about the whole atmosphere and general sense of the restaurant uh we didn't really have that we basically sat down and then our food started coming right away and then it was the mad rush to actually take photos and videos. And I even realized that I that I was so screwed up in there that like I got a photo of one food item but not video of it. And so it was, it was that crazy and hectic at the start. But what were your general thoughts on the atmosphere uh, inside? Oh, I, I liked it a lot. I, I thought I is something about the colors they've chosen to use that Today Show palette of like yeah. the, you know, orange, but it's mostly whites and it's it Creams. feels crisp and clean. And, um, you know, the TV is going on is nice because it's not it's not, it wasn't overly loud. You know, there was a lot of commotion because it was the annual pass order thing. So it was completely full, which I don't I doubt it will be always 100 yeah. percent at capacity, but I'm sure it'll be popular. Um, so I but I I was into it. Like if there if I'm there by myself and we're not there for like a food thing or something like that, I'm, I would go there and like get something and like hang out and like it could be a place where I, if I need to get out and take my laptop you know, out of the house for a few minutes, I might be like, you know what, I'll go over to the Tay Cafe and do a little bit of work there. Yep. You know, get a get a salad, get get a coffee, do whatever you have to. Mm. Uh, it and I, I agree with that. It was just welcoming in terms of in terms of the decor. The it's mostly stark whites with creams and then just offset with that orange. And I'm a person who likes orange. I know you're the same exact way. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an appealing color to me, not because it's slightly tinted to my hair in ways, but we're not going to get into that. I'm, I'm a strawberry blonde, just for the record on that. So uh, it, it is very appealing to me in that way, too. And then the fact that they pull all this furniture from Ikea and plop it down, it's like, yeah. who doesn't go to Ikea? I was about like, to be like, it reminds me of the Ikea uh, cafeteria. Oh, it, it, <laughs> like, it's straight up Ikea furniture yeah. in there. Like, it's just in, you know what? It makes sense because it's so close by that why not put stuff in there but it's you know it's comforting in that way too it seems stylish it seems modern and comfortable all at the same time so i enjoyed the experience we got a comment about someone saying i'm not going to call you out on names you can go through the comments and read them yourselves but someone once again got made a snarky comment about us getting upset with how loud uh it was in there 
it, we were we didn't want to say it during the video, yeah. but we were specifically mentioning, and I'm sorry if you watch us and you just sat beside us and didn't feel like saying hi to us, but the two people beside us were straight up yelling yeah. the entire time as if it was so loud in there that they had to talk over everyone else. And they were talking like they were doing what we were doing, but there was no video, there was no notes being taken, yeah. but they'd be like, I actually really like this bread. It's just be aware of who's around you. Be you know what? Yeah. Sometimes step back and be like, am I the per- am I the only loud person in here? Do I need to do I need to control the register of my voice? Because sometimes that is true. I, I mean, it all happens to all of us. I get very excited. I, and I, the more excited I get, the louder I get. And sometimes I have to be like, hold up, boop, 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 drop it down a couple notches. Oh, if you've been out with me in public before when I've maybe enjoyed a libation or two, I've been known to get uncontrollably screaming loud for no reason. So I'm not going to act like I'm better. I, I know I know I'm not. But it's something we should all keep in mind for that. So I hope that explains it. But uh, now that I've talked way too long about that, let's talk about the Halloween Horror Nights news that we have for this week. Uh, very, very excited for this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rhino. What is the next house announcement? Universal Monsters. Yeah, very, very exciting. So uh, this is a coast-to-coast house in a way. Uh, we are we are getting a version of Universal Monsters here on our coast, on Universal Orlando. Uh, over at Universal Studios Hollywood, they also have a spinoff house with that. Rhino, what, what was that one again? Um, Frankenstein meets Wolfman. Yes, yeah, Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. So uh, I believe that house obviously is taking one aspect of the story and running with it. Uh, Frankenstein meeting the Wolfman, and I, I remember in from what I read about it that it was going to be one of those houses where they use a soundtrack made by Slash. So really, again. <laughs> <laughs> I think third or fourth collaboration. Does now? Slash own some sort of stock in Universal Studios? <laughs> Just Halloween Horror Nights. Like, He's- how much does Marilyn Manson make from them playing Sweet Dreams every year, every day, all night long outside? I, I just want to imagine that Slash is like, you know what? I know you guys won't want to do this event anymore, but I will personally fund it yeah. as long as I can contribute to the soundtrack. I need a new top hat. <laughs> hey, you can never get too many top hats. But uh, so we're not going to talk about that one so much. I'm, I'm, maybe we'll talk about it one day, especially if we decide that we're going to try out Universal Studios Hollywood's Halloween Horror Nights this year. We'll probably see. not. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'm already banking on. We're absolutely not. Uh, unless I hear good enough reviews to pull us into it, I it's hard justifying flying out to to try that. But we'll see what happens. Oh, I'll be there at Knotts. I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see what happens with it. But uh, we're we're going to focus on ours here on this coast. And Rhino, do you want to do you want to read about it so I can um, stop talking for a while? So. Come face to face with Dracula in his gothic castle, the wolfman in a dark Bavarian forest, and the man-made monster within Dr. Frankenstein's lab. And if you survive them, you may st- or you still may encounter the vicious creature of the Black Lagoon, the ancient evil of the mummy, and more. I like and how more. you said lagoon as almost like a lagoon. Lagoon. <laughs> like he's a lagoon. It's like the creature from the Black Lagoon, a black yeah. bean. Yeah. 
He's, it's Mr. Peanut's evil twin. Yeah. He's got, instead of the monocle, a mustache. No. And no monocle. Very fancy. I think Mr. So. Peanut has a mustache, now that I said that, but... Mm, yeah, I don't. Whatever. Uh, you know what? He's a fancy fellow, nonetheless. Uh, top hat cane. I don't know. We might just be... We might just be doing the, the Shazam style thing right now. Where we're just making it all Berenstein Bears. Shazam! Just okay. There you go. So yeah, uh, Universal also said in their post in this all new haunted house. Oh, sorry, the world's terrifying. most terrifying monsters unleash havoc, thirsty for anything and everything in their paths. As you try to escape the safe to safety, you'll step into each monster's domain. But beware, they refuse to let anyone get out alive. I think this is super cool. This is awesome. Uh, it's it, first and foremost. Uh, this is not the first time Universal has put the monsters into Halloween Horror Nights before. Uh, they've had their own house. Uh, some of the characters have had individual houses. In terms of how it's went, they've been in scare zones. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not any one thing, at least on the surface from what we know. It's not like it's not like they were kind of stewing around this for a while and seeing if they should make it into a house. This is just a recurring thing that they do because Universal made horror. Mm-hmm. They this was their their thing. The classic monster movies are part of what made Universal Studios such a success back in the 30s going into the 40s and and so on. So it is it's in their history. It's only right that they constantly go back to mm-hmm. to the characters that made it from the beginning. I can see the bride of Frankenstein in this poster. Uh, she better, very well better be in there. She's so. I, well. I'm trying to see because they say and more. So I actually believe that's also Quasimodo right there. You know what else this means too? You can get excited by watching these classic movies. Yeah. Oh no, they, um, it's it's perfect. And everything that's been happening with the monsters lately is just getting more and more exciting. So you know, I'll, I'll take a step back and say first off, we can start with the rumors that everyone is is kind of sitting on that potentially a classic monster section will come to universal's next theme park uh the the more that they inject into events like this merchandise and such that that makes it feel like it has a one percent more chance of being true yeah they have that store now that's like the terminator where the terminator's exit used to be that is also the universal makeup the horror makeup show but so you've got that shop now, yeah. and now you've got this. You're like, hmm. Yeah, that, that was the next thing that I was going to say, is mm. all that great classic monster, uh, classic monster, universal monsters, uh, merchandise that they released last Halloween-ish, uh, you know, that all then was living in the film vault in other random places, and now that has its its home in the Terminator 2 exit gift shop, cyber whatever it was called before, cyber image and then the horror makeup show exit and that whole section was decorated so well, nods to to Alfred Hitchcock in there, all the classic monster movies, there's the one bear that uh, you know, is always popular with HHN anytime they bring in a bear, like, it's a really well themed store, it's very cool inside there. Let me ask you this, do yep. you think that this is considered an original house or is this technically, like the IP, like how we have Stranger Things and then the Roman vampire one that I can't remember the name of right now, yeah, Blood like Pit Gale's or whatever Blood Pit. Yep. yeah, so that, like we had, that's based on a property this one is an original house, what's this? Yeah, I mean, this this kind of borders that line in between. It's definitely 
Uh, it definitely is intellectual property. I mean, going all the way back to to the fact that the classic monsters, you know, came out of literature in, yeah. in a sense. So uh, it's you know, it is That's intellectual property. Whether or not they will make it as a like a in some versions, you know, they when they choose to bring the classic monsters to life, they make it come uh, like straight out of of the their original movies with a sense like this. It's not. I don't. It. I cannot foresee a way where it feels like you're you're walking through those original movies. This feels like it's taking the characters and injecting new life into them without mm-hmm. being in new movies. So uh, I I feel like there is an original sense to it. But also the fact that they are intellectual property, so I, I do think it kind of, it kind of just runs that line, and you know, it. Who knows? Maybe it'll give motivation to Blumhouse and everything that they're going to do if they mm-hmm. pick up Universal Monsters, which uh, you know they're they're going to be making the next Universal Monsters movie. So they could maybe take this and run with it even further. I'm not I'm not sure with it, but. I think it's exciting for Halloween Horror Nights fans. It's exciting for people who love Universal mm-hmm. as a whole, especially the monsters. And you know, I've talked about it plenty of times. I am a huge monsters fan. I, I have every time they release a new box set of it of all the classic movies. I, I have to, I have to have it eventually when it gets to the price point I want it on. And that's why I now own. Five copies of Abbott and Costello <laughs> meet Frankenstein, which I never thought I'd I'd say that in my life before, but I do. So I I could not be more excited uh, for for this house. And right now, I mean, following Stranger Things season two and three, Nightingale's Blood Pit, it's things are getting interesting here. It's it's starting to look up. So uh, and even on that, I think since the last time we did the announcement, uh, we didn't even mention too that a, the whole new world could be opening up because I believe they announced officially from Warner Brothers that they weren't bringing back their their Halloween event on the Warner Brothers lot. Oh really? Anymore. Yeah. Did they? Oh yeah. okay. That's yeah. That could be a thing where like it is coming out in September. It part two yeah. and. Uh, you know, and that could also bring us back gremlins, maybe. Bring gremlins. <laughs> yeah, I will, fingers crossed, pray to the day. I just, I don't ever foresee that. Oh. I want to see it happening. I just don't know how it would be done. I feel like where... if it was going to happen, it would have been in the year with the 80s. Yeah. But then again, last year was the 80s, and it's harder to get Warner Brothers properties when they're doing their own yeah. thing. If they're not doing their own thing anymore, they might be willing to start licensing these back out again. So unless they're just going to hold tight and wait until they bring back the event eventually, if they ever do. But who knows? Who knows what will happen with that? So we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, very, very exciting times that we live in. And I apologize to everyone who's sick of Halloween Horror Nights already because it's it's only March and well April, <laughs> almost May. Yeah, we're getting yeah. closer. It's basically here. I don't know. It's, uh, the month begins with them. Close enough on there. We only have two of them. Mayberry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what that is. So that is going to do it for our discussion point this week. Uh, Eventually, we will make it to uh, our topic that I combed the boards to find a good topic weeks and weeks ago that we just haven't been able to get to. But we'll get to it eventually on there. But now we are going to switch gears, and we are going to ask our 
two questions, the two questions at the end of the show that we keep talking about. Again, as always, if you want to uh, have us answer your question, then make sure if you're watching this on YouTube, leave it in the comments down below and we will take it into consideration for next week's show. And you can always, if you're listening to this on some sort of streaming platform, Spotify, iTunes, whatever, you can always email us. You will podcast at disunplug.com or you can just head to YouTube, find this episode and then ask it there. Either way, it'll get to us if you if you do one of those methods. And uh, we we've got two fun ones. And we we will get to them. So, but before that, I just want to mention that Sith Lord posted on ours and said, "Emperor Palpatine." Yeah, <laughs> in a way, Sith Lord posted, "I work at Hagrid's Magical Creature, Creatures Motorbike Adventure, and I hope to see you guys on opening day." And that, that are, are you like, going to laugh like you do in the Star Wars preview? Yeah, yeah, they will. <laughs> As they dispatch every train, they'll be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. "No, I, I think that's, I think that's awesome." So uh, when we do show up opening day, Sith Lord, uh, make sure you do say hi to us, so that way we know. And please let us know that you are Emperor Palpatine. I mean, well, <laughs> we can obviously recognize Emperor Palpatine in person, but uh, in case idiots. in case <laughs> you have changed your appearance, make sure uh, make sure we know who you are when you finally see us and say hi. But anyways, back to the questions. This this first one comes from Gina, and Gina says, uh, thanks for doing the dining review that we did last week. Do you think Universal will ever change their dining plan from what they currently offer? I mean, it's changed in the last, like, 10 years. I, I It used to be completely different, and then it changed. Yeah, it was know, like the meal deal. 2014, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and now it's currently, to go over what it is, you have two, technically two main patterns to universal's dining plan you have their quick service dining plan and that is available for anyone who shows up to universal for the day and wants it and with that i believe i just updated the page on it a little little while back less than a month ago uh, with extra information and such and i want to say off the top of my head that that one is 23.99 per person plus tax I should have brought this one up before. I'm going to get there, though. W- pretty pretty sure you are correct, though. Why Why do you say that? Um, because I looked at the price of it recently, oh. and I feel like that was what it was. Yeah. I, it's, the one thing that annoys me about our own website that we run is I it doesn't want to save in my phone. So I have to type out the fuel, full fuel, fuel, the fuel URL. The fuel URL. The fuel URL. <laughs> okay. Here, I got it brought up now. So the Universal Dining Plan Quick Service includes one quick service meal. That's one entree and one non-alcoholic beverage, one snack from food carts or quick service locations, and one non-alcoholic beverage from food carts or quick service locations per day. $23.99 plus tax. Children ages 3 through 9 uh, uh, is $15.99. Was that the child catcher there? I don't know. Maybe it was. Children, where are you? I know you're here somewhere. Yeah, I, apparently it was. Uh, 
And so I'm not going to go over the details. Basically, it works at everything in terms of quick service dining. You can also then do the next level of this plan, and you can add on a Coca-Cola Freestyle Souvenir Cup. And that costs $29.99 plus tax for adults, $21.99 for children. And if you just want the Coke Freestyle Souvenir Cup, it's $15.99 per person plus tax, and you can get additional days added onto it, but for the very first time you buy it, $15.99 plus tax. So that is the quick service deal. For the full service plan, you have to book a vacation package. This cannot be a thing that uh, you just you can't just walk in and get, get it. You can't just walk in and get it. You have to get a vacation package. So you get your one entree uh, for the one full service meal. You get one entree, one non-alcoholic beverage, one dining plan dessert. You get one quick service meal, which is one entree, one non-alcoholic beverage, one snack, same deal, one non-alcoholic beverage, same deal. And that is just over $50 for adults and uh, still pretty reasonable for for children so um it's it's not not a not a terrible deal in that sense but uh anyways going off of that uh will they change that up it's been a couple years that they've been running now i don't see it happening Mm -hmm. so i don't i think it's just at that point where it's not really a deal breaker for them either way it doesn't really hurt them to offer this deal in the long run, but it also isn't like a thing. It's not like it's not like Walt Disney World where people people are hell bent on eating at the places they want to eat and having something like the dining plan with it. I think it's just it's an afterthought with Universal. Yeah. Plus, there's so many places that like I feel like Universal is moving in and out of adding places so much lately that like you don't. You never know what's going to like be new on your next vacation, you know? So it's kind of like, it's not really a thing I ever think of and ever would be like, hey, get the dining plan. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. It just doesn't, I don't think of Universal that way because there's a lot of places I want to like go to. So it doesn't really work for me personally. And I mean, it's been years since we've done it, but even on like a, on a paper, section you can look at the prices for the stuff you want uh with the 23.99 plus tax that's not hard to figure it out look at what you want and if you're looking at like the fact that maybe you're going to comic strip cafe and getting the garbage uh the cigarette (laughs) yeah the garbage cigarette food there and you want to get the most like expensive one which i think was the two combo for like maybe eight dollars but even that was the price of the combo where you already got uh you got your your the drink, drink the included on that so like you're you're looking at something like that when you're paying that you then have to factor in one snack and one non-alcoholic beverage you're you can come out a little bit over but at the same time if you're going to get like a 12 dollar entree and add that thing add a drink on there you know, you're talking maybe 15 bucks there. Add another drink on throughout the day, 18 bucks. Then once you get, you're getting at that point where if you don't get the right snack that's offered and available mm-hmm. at the right price, you're losing money on it. So, uh, and you know, it's and it's not that there's a convenience with it. It's you have to carry around an extra card. Yeah. having this on there. It's not like it's linked to an account somewhere. So, I don't think they'll change it up because I think it's just. 
it's just what it is. And if people ever start it asking for a better dining plan system, maybe. But right now, I just don't think it matters yeah. to that many people traveling. And I don't recommend it unless you know you're going, like, especially the quick service one. If you know you're going to to take advantage of ordering expensive things just for the sake of getting a better deal, go ahead. But I say order the things you want and pay what you do. If you save some money, that's cool. If you don't, that's cool too. Just do do what you want to do. Don't always think about it a way of saving pennies. If you want to save money, don't buy that stupid souvenir that you're going to regret getting uh, hours after buying it. But uh, that is that answer, Gina. I hope we helped you a little bit on that. We have one more question as I scroll down to it. I know it comes from Fabian. And one of our loyal uh, viewers, as always, asks questions pretty regularly or just comments on anything. And, of course, the one time I say your name out loud and remember it, I cannot find it <laughs> as I'm scrolling through. God, this is really – I, I must have scrolled past it because I can no longer find it. Um, uh, I, I still can't find it. I know what the question was, though. Fabian essentially asked us uh, if we were ever going to uh, try to do topics based around Universal Studios Japan or uh, Singapore and if that was something that we actually wanted to go to someday. God, yeah, I wish. <laughs> I would go to the Japan one in a heartbeat. Yeah, we, we've talked about this regularly, so this is more of just a fun uh, afterthought question. We've already talked enough about other stuff, but uh, both Rhino and I are dying to get to Universal Studios Japan and Singapore. Uh, whether or not it's together or if it's separate, that we just happen to go there, but uh, as as each individual person, we know we want to go there, and oh, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm very excited to travel there one day. The problem is, uh, you know, it's I, I don't want to we, we are so lucky that we have jobs doing this fun stuff where we get to sit in a room talking about uh, theme parks and we, we get to we get to do random uh, stuff at, in the parks and mm -hmm. such like that. And we do get to travel quite a bit and see uh, exciting things. But, uh, you know, at the same day, too, we live in Florida. And a lot of times it's cheaper for us to get to Europe than it would be to get all the way over to a place like Asia. Yeah. So, and I'm not saying other people don't, but I also know that we both have priorities in our life. We have families, we have dogs, we, we have stuff that, you know, we've, that we have that keeps us where we are, not just financially, but also out of, out of love and other obligations. So it's something that it would be great one day if it aligns up with work, but to, to ever like, you know, it's 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 tough. It's tough to make that that big of a voyage. So and, you know, we we are both we both have money to keep us comfortable. And I'm not trying to say, you know, it, it's a very tough subject anytime it comes to that. But I wish I had random money that I could just travel to Asia. And yeah, it's like a long term investment. <laughs> Yeah, and it's one thing if I could just go by myself, but uh, and maybe with Asia I could, but I tried to tell someone the other day that I was I was thinking about going to Tokyo Disneyland soon for the very first time in Tokyo Disney Sea. To which then my wife said, "Well, I want to go to the theme parks in Japan. I just don't want to go." to tokyo itself i don't want to go downtown i just want to be in the theme parks so now i'm like okay well when we finally go one day i now have to add you in on the bill and yeah. that just makes it double as expensive for me so one day i'll get there and we will definitely talk about it but 
I don't know when that will be. So we were hoping we were hoping that would have been this year, but now I'm hoping after uh, Super Nintendo World opens up at least. That might be a, a fun reason to finally get there, and we're not too far off from it. So uh, maybe 2020, 2021. See, the Olympics too, yep. isn't it? It is. I don't know the song. <laughs> no, that's not the Olympic song. That was just, it, I just said it is, and I said it in that way. So it happens. I, I sing unnecessarily at random times for some reasons. But that's going to do it for this show. Thank you for the questions. Again, leave them in the comments below so we can answer them next week. Uh, and thank you for asking them. And thanks for listening and watching. Rhino, thanks for the conversation. Mm-hmm. Fun as always. And uh, if everyone out there needs more information on it, disunplug.com, home of the show notes page for this show and all the others on the Disunplug Podcast Network. You can find links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, as well as our email address, uopodcast at disunplugged.com. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, of course, as always, you can uh, subscribe and then hit that bell button so you get notified anytime we have new videos. You can hit the thumbs up or thumbs down. You can leave comments down below as well as those questions and do all of that, please. And if you're listening to this on iTunes or any other place where you can subscribe and rate and review us, please do that as well. Uh, and then, of course, as always, if you want to continue uh, the conversation about Universal Orlando beyond the places I told you about where you can leave comments and stuff for us, you can always head to disboards.com, go to the Universal forums there and make friends, talk about Universal, get other helpful vacation planning advice and, you know, do it to it there. So thank you, everyone, once again for listening and watching. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you next week for another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But until then, remember, we still haven't changed the name. 